from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to a Thursday. Welcome to what is a bit of a steamy, warmy, warm day out there in uh, southern Ontario and uh, for sure along the banks of the Avon today. Uh, it, it, is a, it is another summer day for sure. Today we're going to be talking about something that is so, so, and I mean it is so dear to my heart, and it is the walls that we put up. It is the things that we do to keep ourselves safe and uh we're going to we're going to throw in here a couple songs today one of them is by Sh- the late Sinead O'Connor who uh passed away uh yesterday and uh Adele two powerful women two women who have had uh, Sh- uh, Sinead O'Connor's had an unbelievable life and a life of, of passion and drive. And whether you always agreed with her, uh, her convictions, um, and whether you you agree with with her 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 sentiments that you know she would do when she ripped up a photo of of uh, the Pope. Uh, one of the things that's interesting about her is apparently she was married uh, four times and uh, one of the marriages lasted a very, very brief time. And, and from personal experience, man, oh man, can I relate to that? And, and so it only seemed fitting uh, when we're sitting here this morning talking about uh, walls and the walls that we put up to keep ourselves safe. What we do we do out of vehement determination to keep ourselves safe. We do it out of love. We do it out of conviction. We do it out of so many things, but we truly do just grab hold of and, and, and truly embrace with everything that we have this idea of, of keeping ourselves safe by building walls. And I've spent a lifetime, and anybody who knows me knows I've been married uh, a few times and, and knows that if there's one area of my life where I've struggled, it, it is that. And, and it's ironic because I take the walls down and I get hurt. And then I put the walls back up and then I take the walls back down slowly and I get hurt. And I used to, uh, many years ago, uh, co-facilitate a, a program called Caring Dads. I did it in Oxford County. And when I did that program, when I co-facilitated, 
co-facilitated it. One of the things, uh, it was all guys who were attending, and typically it was co-facilitated by a couple women. And I got to tell you, a guy by the name of Tim is is uh, from London, and he's uh, the 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 brainchild behind Caring Dads, and and I think it's an amazing program, and I and I think it's uh, a program that lots of dads and lots of of men would just simply learn from by going through it. Um, not as a punitive program, because it is not meant to be a punitive program. It is meant to inspire and instill creation and understanding how you're parenting and why. One of the things we would do is we would talk about, and and it was the, the two uh, ladies, and their first names were Nancy and Colleen. And Nancy and Colleen would... Um, they, they talked about um, shit tickets. They talked about, you know, pulling down uh, the walls. And, and I remember the one day sitting there uh, and, and they were, they were, were doing their, their bit with toilet paper rolls. And they were taking the toilet paper rolls because what one of them had said is this stuff is just shit that we throw up on the wall. It's just crap that we throw up trying to keep ourselves safe, trying to make sure that what we're doing is we are doing everything that we can just to be safe, just to not let anybody into our emotions. The song that that I'm going to use first, we're, we're going to hear the song in a minute, but the words, it's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away. I go out every night and sleep all day since you took your love away. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. I can eat dinner in a fancy restaurant, but nothing, I said nothing, can take away these blues. And it is that deep, deep heartache. Profound heartache. I remember the very first girl that I actually had uh, a crush on. And and when I say I, I had a crush on her, I, I, I struggle back and forth, actually, between two different people. So when I said I, I know who I, I had my very first crush on, and that would be not the first person that, you know, in elementary school or in high school that I had a crush on. It's a person that I really, truly thought I understood what love was and what love should be. And that person ended up being my first wife. And, and I think that that interpretation of love and that interpretation of what love was and what love could be are walls that despite the fact that we've been divorced for 11 years, 12 years, 13 years, been a long time, I think in some ways the walls that were built during that relationship still haunt my relationships to this day. As I said at the beginning of this, this is going to be a very personal And it's very personal because, again, I don't mind talking about myself. I don't mind using using self as a a tool to help people to understand where I'm coming from and why. And to help people to grow within their lives. And so 
when I look back, right, again, it's been a very, very long time since I got married the first time. And it's been a whirlwind since that divorce. And I mean, truly, my life has been nothing but a complete, absolute whirlwind personally. I'm anxious for that whirlwind to slow down. I'm I'm anxious for for me to have those walls down and have true love enter my life. But what we do every day is we do what we can to keep ourselves safe by keeping these walls up, by, by making it that we only let in the people that we marry only so far. I remember years ago talking to somebody and, and we were, we were dating and, and, Flippantly, she said to me, well, I changed my name for one person. I will never change it for another person. It was too much of an inconvenience. And so I said to her, I said, well, that's wonderful. And I'm not asking you to marry me and I'm not asking you to change your name. But don't you think that that kind of sets the priority that I, I'm not going to put myself out as much as I did the first time? Therefore, that's a wall. That's a wall of I'm not going to feel, I'm not going to try, I'm not going to risk. And I believe fundamentally that my second and third marriages ended because we both mutually had walls up that allowed friendship in, but didn't truly allow love and trust in. What it allowed in was an idea of a friendship, but not even a true authentic friendship, not a friendship of, oh my word, because, well, that can hurt. Just think about that. Like I said, I remember a a guy who uh, currently is over in Europe traveling. I haven't seen him in a number of years, just see him through Facebook. And he said to me with this indignant smugness that he's offended by people who get divorced and then marry a woman 10 years younger. And it's about them rejuvenating their youth. I'm not sure that it is. I think it's about, are we trying to find somebody who coincidentally may have been less damaged and less walls up while we're trying to have these walls taken down. I have a lot of men as clients. I have a lot of men who come in and they cry. And I had a guy a couple weeks ago who, who, you know, we're chatting away. And he said, I have been so afraid to cry and so afraid to do anything in my 20-year relationship because I would be mocked and made fun of for doing that. This past winter walking out of a store, I was slowing down. I've, I've, I've got some, some neuropathic things that go on in my hands. And one of the things is, is also, um, some poor circulation. And so my hands get cold in the winter and, and putting gloves on is a huge thing for me. I have more pairs of gloves than I can shake a stick at. They're always handy, right? From fall through till spring. And this person you know, mocked me and laughed at me walking through the door because I inconvenienced them 
because they were in a hurry to get to the vehicle to get out of the wind. And I simply wanted to not feel the, the bone aching pain that I feel in my left hand from that neuropathic damage. That's a wall that we put up. And, and let me tell you folks, doing this job as long as I've done it, the walls go up quick. The walls do not come down very quickly at all. And so when I share, I share with my walls down. And I quickly will put my walls up to keep myself safe. And it's really unfortunate because, again, what we end up with is we end up with this sense of longing, this sense of wanting love, wanting connection. But yet these walls, they stop us. Listen to these words, folks. Everybody has been there who has loved and lost, counting the days, counting the minutes, sleeping in a bed alone, wishing for that person to come back. We sit with the freedom suddenly to do whatever we want, and the only thing we want is to be loved. This podcast is for everybody, but this podcast is really for the people who have had their hearts broken by their parents or by people in high school. And it's so true. Nothing compares. As I sit here, 2023, when I think of of somebody that is magical, there is nothing that compares to her. Nothing. And yet the walls that I have, the walls that she has, creates barriers every single day, people. Those barriers, those walls, they started not with our last relationships, but they started with our youth. They started with our youth. They started with people making fun of us. I remember a girl that camped at my parents' park. Her name was Ann. And she said to me, Rick, people always tease you about being a girl because of your long hair. And people always tease me for being a boy because I have really short hair. Aren't we a perfect pair? We should go out. We didn't. She's a beautiful... I, I don't know what she turned into, what she grew up to. I don't know if she's still alive. But... She really is just a a beautiful soul. 
when she said those words to me, that was the kindest thing that somebody had said to me up until that moment because somebody actually looked at me and saw me. They took down their walls to say to me, here's, here's what I am made fun of. Here's how I am ridiculed. I see how you're ridiculed. I see how you are made fun of. Can we bring this together and bring down our walls and do something beautiful? Those flowers that were planted by her, man, they've been sprayed by Roundup. They've been sprayed by Weed Killer. They've been mowed in. They've been rototiller. They've been pulled out. All those things that were planted, those beautiful words that Anne said... Man, they have been destroyed so many times. They have been destroyed so many times with people mocking, laughing, ridiculing. And so now, trying to love, trying to love again, right? My walls, her walls. Man, it gets awkward. Because... At 56, I have had my fair share of heartache. I've had my fair share of disappointment, and I've had my fair share of walls going up. And when I open myself up, as I am right now, all too often it comes back just to truly bite me right in the arse. Because people take that opportunity to try, to try to dig in and, again, mock me, ridicule me, do something. Something to boost themselves up and to tear me down. Isn't that just an incredibly, incredibly sad statement? And so, for all the people who are in even... They married their high school sweetheart. And they are 30 years into a relationship. I guarantee you those people have built some walls between them from some harsh things that have been said. Couple today. Chatted with them earlier. Known each other for 30 plus years. Only been married a few of those. Went in different directions. Found themselves again. And yet they're still trying to tear down walls. Walls that were built to keep other people out. And just think about this. Those walls have been built to keep other people out. They were not built to keep out the person who is right there who is right there doing what it is that you want them to do, which is to love you. Someone like you by Adele. Just think about these words. Think about, again, those walls that we build when we hear about our past moving on.
we get so caught up in this. We get so caught up in our walls and talking about our, our, our past lives, talking about our past lives and the heartbreak that we've heard and felt. We were such good friends and we can't even talk. Well, you can't talk because the walls that got built. You can't talk because there's an outside chance that you were never actually in love. You can't talk because there's an outside chance that these people who we have these walls built for should have never been in our lives. I don't want to find someone like the people that made me build these walls. I do wish nothing but the best for my exes. But what I do need, what I do want, is not someone like my ex. I need someone who isn't going to make me build walls. Who isn't going to crush me. Who isn't going to make me cry. Who isn't going to betray the significance of that relationship. That's what I want. That's what I need. I need someone to help me tear down my walls. I help people do it every day. But when it comes to an intimate relationship, uh, some of those walls have pretty thick foundations. They are pretty well built and they are there to stand for eternity. But it's about taking the time to find that special person who may have their walls up too. There's a, there's a driver that I know who's rolling through Northern Ontario on his way home to see his bride who listens to this. Man, he put up walls. I remember in the 90s when he became single and he was single for a long time. Man, he has worked his ass off to tear down those walls. He has spent a lot of time in the chair chatting about pulling down walls and love. And I am so proud of that journey that I've got to be front page for. There's a there's a beautiful lady who lives north of here, lives uh, south of a place called Millbank, near Poole. She's listening to this. Never met her. I only know she's listening because her son told me. Right? She's helping her son today, who is just... Again, he's built up so many walls around relationships. And she is helping him tear down those walls. Last time I chatted with him, there's an Amish family that borders their property. And he's named one of the horses. And he says to me, he says, that horse is the nearest thing I'm ever going to have to real love, isn't it, Rick? I'm going, no. Currently, in his case, it's his mama. 
his dad being there being there to help out to do all the things that are needed to make his world better and is that not what we should be doing for all the people that we love and care for but unfortunately there are too many people on this planet who are too damaged too heartbroken because of their mothers, their fathers, because of exes, because of somebody from their past that made them build their walls so high and so thick that it makes their love so hard to get through to. I give seven days a week I pick up my phone. Seven days a week I check the messages. I don't want to miss a chance to help one of my clients tear down a ball. To allow love in. True love. And man, I have a lot of arguments with a lot of people about what is best for them. The most beautiful thing, though, is that the conversation goes on. Not in a way to ever hurt anybody but to get people to grow, to change, and to evolve into this better version of themselves. Hopefully, y'all are going to listen to this. Y'all are going to think about those songs. You're all going to think about all those breakup songs that are out there, all those songs. Carrie Underwood has a beautiful song about slashing tires and doing all kinds of things before he cheats again. Beautiful song. But think about the walls that get built from that. Think about the cold, callous personalities that come out of that. And like I said, when families sit there and they laugh at a youngster, they mock him and they make fun of him. It's not a good thing. And the damage goes on. And then trying to tear down the walls and trying to understand... complicated issue folks this podcast has been a little bit longer than the average i had a a beautiful bull hauler who uh as far as i understand she's uh in the midwest right now hauling a load of pigs and she's listening to this it's about tearing down those walls giving hugs taking the time taking the time to to breathe deep and tear down those walls. Because if we don't tear them down, all we're going to get is misunderstanding. All we're going to get is more hurt. And all we're going to get is when that person finally does come into your life that is a spark like no other, you're going to destroy it with your walls. That's why I work so hard every day. To open up, even when it's hurtful, even when it's painful. And that's why I work so hard to try to make use of myself, make use of my stories, make use of, of what we have. To try to get people to understand that it's only through honest dialogue, heartfelt, 
true risking. Risk of yourself emotionally. Risk of your time. Risk of your finances. Not foolishly. But buying somebody dinner. Risk. And risk sexually. Not go out there and, oh my dear God, I'm going to get tied up and whipped. Some people like that stuff. I'm not into it. I'm, I'm honest, I'm not. So please don't send me any t- sex toys. I don't want them. I'll have to be selling them on eBay or something. But honestly, this is about having conversations about sex. That is the risk. What do I want? What do I really want? Where am I really at? And unfortunately, folks, for a lot of people to have those, those four things are going to risk, which is right, risk of space, risk of their emotions, risk of their finances, and risk of sexuality. Those things take a lot of trust. When somebody actually gives you that trust, don't betray it. Don't make them build walls because you're a callous human being because you want to laugh because you want to take advantage of somebody because you want to mock them have a conversation don't just think that it's a it's a great idea so a bit of a heavy topic there folks but you know what hopefully these words these words have sank in rang a bell and have something for you to grab hold of think about Maybe even listen to the podcast again. Regardless, y'all, thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, be good. We'll chat soon. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And, and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also, just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so all the ideas uh, generated in this show and and the concepts that are are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day, and again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep, and uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.